Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Future Chat. We're back again this week, and everything is different. I'm using two computers to do this episode now because my computer, my desktop died. And so my notes are on a separate external iPad, and I'm recording on my laptop. Everything is the worst. Welcome to 2016. Are you using Backblaze? <laughs> I am using, yeah, my, my desktop's backed up to Backblaze, so I'm not worried about oh, the okay. stuff. I'm just, it's going to take a lot of time to figure out what's wrong and then fix it. Assuming so it, it's something simple. Would it actually not boot? You never it, got to the main screen? Th- I mean, it posted, it got through the BIOS and then just gave me a very obtuse error that I've Googled for about 15 minutes and didn't see anything obvious to fix. Um, but that being said, we have so much news and not very much time. So while this episode is going to be totally different than every other episode from my end, I hope it will be the same for all of our listeners. And to start that off, I didn't actually have any follow-up at all. I I know we wanted to talk, we had talked last week about talking about Elon Musk's uh, solar plans, but I'm not sure that's actually going to happen this week. We'll see. But uh, Mike, you have some follow-up here. Why don't you tell us what's uh, what's going on? I do. This first piece is a bit more relevant to to Rob and just YouTube creators in general. Hmm. I am. Um, I am that. Not as much anymore. I made yes, a YouTube. Yes, you I made are. a new YouTube channel this week. Did you? For who? <laughs> well, I can't say yet. I haven't launched. Oh, I see. Is it? Is it <laughs> thoughtsome? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess YouTube decided to allow a bit more moderation and uh, forum style experience. I guess you could call it with YouTube comments. Um, I don't. I don't know why. Like I. I can imagine it might be because a lot of YouTube stuff gets posted to things like Reddit. Yeah. And the interaction takes place there versus within its own environment. So maybe they're trying to keep people in YouTube uh, outside of just watching the video itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're allowing comments to be pinned by the the channel creator, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can yeah. set moderators. They're, they're moderators to too, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, you can you can now pin comments, you can like comments from again from the moderator slash creator to show yeah. that they read and appreciate the comment. Um you can also what else can you do? You can delete comments. I think you could probably do that before anyway. Yeah, you could definitely do that before. Um uh, but now you can blacklist words so yeah. that comments that include words that you don't want in your comments will be automatically flagged to be reviewed slash is not allowed at all mm-hmm. and youtube i guess has an algorithm that also flags comments to be reviewed so you can yep. opt in or out again. most of that isn't new and i think you can choose to either opt in or out but what's but, it by uh, default by default I, you get to pick the default on a new video upload you get to choose whether well that's be a things default. are blocked by default or unblocked by default i think by default there it's open that's okay so it's an opt in yeah. to the mod to the auto moderation yeah, yeah. there might be there are exceptions because if you don't change anything at all like i have before uh if they're like swears or things they'll they'll usually show up in the likely spam thing and won't show up there's swears right. rob oh tell me, there aren't any swears there <laughs> they're, surprisingly they're pretty good at felt like being a, a massive search company they're pretty good at filtering that stuff oh crumbs yeah. I don't like the swears. <laughs> so this these are good changes to YouTube, I think. 
it's nice to see Google paying attention to at least one of their products and improving it for the better. Mm. I think YouTube is probably the one that they have going for them. Uh, they're still basically the monopoly, the only video provider out there. I still see the random Vimeo well, well, video Vimeo. posted. And, um, they oh, actually, I actually go they actually released Vimeo? the YouTube Red-like thing. <laughs> they did what, sorry? Oh, God. They, this week, they released uh, Vimeo, released a paid subscription model thing. Right. Now, the motivation to host your videos on Vimeo is Vimeo. to... Is to, for the creators to get compensated more for their videos, right? Um, in theory, that's that would be the draw because it's not exposure. Theory. Because YouTube obviously is right the big top, big show for Vimeo YouTube. is more for art pieces. Like people use it for whatever they whatever, but it's mainly more for if you're making a film that you'd post it on Vimeo. So it's is it like it, it's is it like the Flickr? Creators. Is it like the Flickr versus Instagram? Kind of, yeah, that's, I guess, a good analogy. Okay. It's, a, it's certainly a fine analogy. Okay. It works. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of these changes to YouTube's system, Rob? I think it's pretty good. I'm always wary of changes to the algorithm. Like, now having a, a moderately successful YouTube channel that I don't post to anymore in natural update, and that wasn't, it wasn't my videos that were the most successful... Um, every time some big change or even small change happens, it can totally change your business. And I noticed that a while back, like it was probably a year and a half now, um, where we were like Steph's videos were getting views and they were going up and up and up and up. And it seemed like even though we weren't posting anything new, it was just getting more and more. Are you managing then, your channel? Well, no, it's just, it's both of us actual update. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about her makeup videos. No. Okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, as far as I know, she's only posted a few videos there, but okay. anyway. Uh, yeah, on the actual update, the, the views were just going up and up and up and we weren't doing anything. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, and it was actually coincidentally because her most popular videos are about France. I think the, when the terrorist attack happened in France, the, when the, the night in the, the, that theater was uh, attacked mm. and like there was nice. a bomb at the soccer stadium. Yeah. Uh, that night, suddenly all the videos that France keyword searches uh, were for went to those videos. And so her France videos just dropped off almost nothing they've mm-hmm. actually recently started to recover which i found again really odd but when they started to recover recently like this is, this is now a second anecdote i noticed that all of a sudden there was the french equivalent of what i would call trump supporters showing up and just leaving like the weirdest nastiest comments on the, like those couple of videos mm. and then like spilling over into other videos and like so i had to actually turn on the this comment filtering um, to be like, don't let any comments on, let me moderate them before anything goes up. Because for some reason, just out of nowhere, uh, there was like 10 or 20 comments when this, these hadn't been getting viewed or commented on for like months. It's very odd. Hmm. But, uh, in terms of having the, these new abilities, I really think it is good because it's very similar to Reddit. I think a lot of these ideas came straight from Reddit. Reddit has taken the kind of forum slash community system and, and really advanced it far and i think youtube is kind of jealous of that because nobody nobody goes i mean i guess there are a few people that say oh reddit's commenting system sucks i, I don't like it but usually it's the moderators they're in charge of setting different features and different abilities whereas everyone pretty much universally thinks you know, uh, youtube's comment system is fairly bad and so i yeah. think any steps they take to to adopt the features of a more popular one is is a step forward yeah I just don't understand it. Maybe it's a feature. I think it is a feature you can turn off. Um, but when I comment on a YouTube video, it gets posted as a Google Plus 
post. Okay. And then the reply to that comment gets threaded under that Google Plus post, <laughs> yeah. which is really weird. Like, I just, like, my comment shows up as a post of the video with my comment as the main post yeah. text. Yeah. And then any replies to that comment get posted as replies to that Google Plus post, which is mm-hmm. really weird. But, yeah. Um, the thing I wish Reddit had, and this is very side topic, <laughs> but is the ability to jump from like parent comment to parent comment instead okay. of having to like scroll all the way down yeah, through all the yeah, threaded yeah. to get to the next main comment. Like they should have like a jump to the next comment yeah. feature, but they don't. But do you have Reddit enhancement suite? What's that? Do you have Reddit enhancement suite? No. Oh, I think you can do that with that one. It's like a separate app for Android. Yeah. Or no, not uh, Android, but Mozilla and Chrome. On the web? Oh, okay. Mm. Look into is that, that one of the things that comes with Reddit Gold? Or is that a totally different thing? Totally different thing. I know you get some like, okay. There are some advanced features like that that come with Gold. But I've never, okay. I've never had it outside of when they launched their new Reddit app, like their new mobile app. You got like three months free if you used. Right. I never noticed any difference between gold and not gold, so I don't know why I would <laughs> get rid of gold. There were some handy benefits uh, that I would like again if I wanted. I, I've heard I that there are handy benefits. Money. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, side side comment, because I was going to talk about this, but didn't end up putting it in the notes. <laughs> Wikipedia is doing their their uh, donation drive. Again. Okay. I don't know. Have, have you guys donated? Or have you donated in the past? I have never donated to Wikipedia. Okay. I I threw five bucks at them last year, and I I did this year as well because they're they're doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but in all seriousness, I I do use them a lot, and and in the same way that with with podcasts and and YouTube, I want to support yeah those those efforts. I don't think Wikipedia will ever go out of business, but. I like to feel that I'm acknowledging their usefulness. And right. and there is a lot of effort on the part of the edit editors, Wikipedia editors. I don't know what they're called. Um but editors, the people who moderate the pages and, and make sure that they're they're clean and cited and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah. Um you know, w- Wikipedia's nice to have and I, I <laughs> don't want it to go away. Yeah. I still remember I've only I think I've only ever edited one Wikipedia page and I made a joke edit just to see what would happen. And then I got like, I forget if I would, my conscience kicked in or something and I decided to fix the edit. And then <laughs> the moderators reverted back to the joke edit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this was to do with NMR. So it was actually like a real piece right. of relatively important information. And so then I had to add a citation to prove that the joke edit was wrong. And then I needed this, the second edit to kick back in. <laughs> and so then I, now I had a citation. Yeah, I think I've added that. a I think I've added a citation needed tag oh, okay. to certain parts of articles. Yeah. But <laughs> my college roommate once not bad. put a joke added up and got us both banned. Because <laughs> <laughs> of your shared the same IP. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. good. Not banned from Wikipedia, just banned from making edits, right? Yeah, yeah. or yeah. it was it might have been temporary, but yeah. Okay. That's funny. Anyway, that's that's YouTube follow up, and uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, it's it's good to see Google still trying to improve their their features of that product, even though they have monopoly for all intents and purposes. Yeah. 
And your other uh, your other piece of follow up here, I'm assuming because you're still in the market for a smartwatch, although it's See, been years. <laughs> this is a constant state of turmoil for me because <laughs> I I go into Best Buy and I uh, see their smartwatch display and I'm like, that would be so nice. But then I think if I want a good featured one, it's only going to have like a day of battery life. Yeah. Or I could go with a Pebble, but which has longer battery life, but less of a diverse, robust ecosystem and feature set. Yeah. Um, their newest ones, they have a sport version that has GPS, which is one on my kind of checkbox of yeah. features that I want. Um, but I'm I'm, hol- I'm still holding out for one that has at least 3G. Even 2G would be okay just to pull notifications. Just cellular like, just sell your connection, yeah. So yeah. I can get like a like a WhatsApp message or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to watch YouTube videos on my watch. I just want to be connected if I have just my watch. Yeah. Um, even the Android Wear functionality of being on the same or having your both your phone and your watch on a Wi-Fi network will allow it to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. That would be good to have because in the house I don't want to have to always have my phone with me. Right. Like even having my Pogo Plus. If I walk away from my phone, it buzzes. I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot that it's going to disconnect if I don't bring my phone with me. So right. I think having a watch that disconnected every time you walked away from your phone would be annoying too. So, hmm. um, But yeah, so Samsung's Gear S3, so the third generation of their S line of watches, is being released in the US and it has LTE as one of their features in the, I guess, more expensive model. Yeah. Uh, prior to this, the S2 also had or has LTE or 3G. But from my understanding, it wasn't available in the States. It was available for international models. Okay. Um, and I think I mentioned to you guys that I looked in, in Colombia when we were there for one. And they had it, but for one, it was quite expensive. Even with the exchange rate, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and there was no guarantee that it would actually work on the Canadian cell oh, frequencies. So. right. Um, I didn't get one at that point. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still torn about this. Rob, (laughs) do you want to give a quick update on your Apple watch? Yeah. Experience. It's been three hours, three and a half hours that I've been wearing it today. And I'm at a hundred percent. I just checked a hundred percent battery still. I haven't had any battery issues whatsoever. Like I have on days when I was biking to and from work, I was doing the full, the most intense tracking it can where it constantly monitors heart rate constantly monitors gps and like doing that for an hour and a half a day it didn't it was fine i was still ending the day with like half battery i don't know i could probably go three days of just normal use and i wouldn't run out of battery and not charging during the day right okay so from that perspective i think it's been really great like i i don't necessarily i'm not the person that uses it for everything but i use it for a like way more things than i think probably the average person would I really appreciate, like you mentioned the, um, with the Pokemon Go Plus, that when you go out of range, it buzzes and it's like, you, I, I get that it wants to be connected because otherwise it's pretty much like it's, it's nothing if it doesn't have a phone near it. Whereas the, the watch for me fails really gracefully. It'll show a little symbol at the top of the screen if you aren't, if it can't find your watch or sorry, if it can't find your phone. And, but it, other than that, it just becomes a regular watch. It's not. Right. It's not nothing. It's not a paperweight without a connection. And right. so like I'll if I take Teddy out for a walk and I forget my phone, I can still check the time. I can still see the weather. It just won't have updated to the latest thing. And like I could still set timers and all that. I could I could do all the stuff that hmm. any 
any phone in airplane mode could do basically right like i could still check things right and i don't i i really like the activity thing i have set it up so that it shows my most recent heart rate which is kind of interesting i like i like having that data um i mentioned to you guys i think on slack that i'm in the on the Wythings app beta now and so that means they've integrated step counts from the watch instead of from the the phone's internal step counter which is way better because i if you put your phone down it's not counting your steps so yesterday or not yesterday sorry friday uh, i did quite a bit of walking and i think normally my goal is 10,000 steps i think it would have been around 15,000 on a normal day before but uh with the watch i was over 20,000 steps hmm. and i attribute most of that to just the the higher accuracy of having something that's on you at all times as, as opposed to something you can put down and not that won't necessarily track all, all the steps you take. And, uh, yeah. So the, the last week when I had, I was when I was on the beta for half a week, it gave me, it was my best week ever, like my most steps ever. Now this week by last night, by Saturday night, I had already bat, beaten that total. And so it says, it actually says I've walked over 80 kilometers, which is true because I have been walking a lot, but that seems crazy. And, and Pokemon Go reflects that in that I've hatched a ton of stuff hmm. in the last, uh, in the last three or four days at least. Cool. Yeah. I, you were mentioning that the Apple Watch is still functional without the phone. I found playing with the 360, the first generation, it was still fairly dependent on the phone. Okay. Um, you know, like tapping into apps and that kind of thing. It just, opened it on the phone like you didn't do anything on the actual watch okay um so i wasn't a fan of that like i mm -hmm. i don't i don't want something that i'm gonna have to always go back to the phone to use like right. the whole point of it is so that i don't have to go to the phone as often mm -hmm. um like even a lot of notifications i couldn't do anything with them i couldn't archive or mark as read or reminders or anything it just said like open in phone open on phone open on phone for all of them even like this is when you're in range and all like that's yeah at, yeah at no yeah. functionality okay yeah this is even with the phone with it the most i could do with a lot of stuff is just open on phone like there th granted there were some apps that were more fully featured where you could do stuff on the watch itself yeah. like whatsapp you could reply to messages with either default messages or um i think at that point it was default i don't think you could really reply fully to them okay that's i can't remember now <laughs> um, but there, there, just the point being that there were some apps that you could actually do more stuff on the watch. Hmm. Whereas if an app wasn't built for Android wear, it would just have the ability to open on phone. Right. Yeah. I, I have been testing out, I've basically been stress testing the voice reply fun or dictation, whatever functionality. And it's great. I was at a wedding reception last night. And I, I make a habit of whenever I'm in loud environments of checking the actual decibel level of where I am. Right. And it was really loud. It was 95, between 90 and 95 decibels. And I just like, I, I can put the phone up to my face, basically like to my mouth and just quietly say whatever it is that I'm asking about. Like in this case, I was asking, I think for the score of the Habs game and just calmly responds. Like it, it I don't think siri on the watch has made a mistake yet and i use it several times a day like i use it pretty often sometimes is it that won't... because is that because you know how to talk to it well i know how to talk I'm, I'm like sometimes it'll say oh like i i can't do that 
or like there was a point where I asked it, I asked it about the sends and it didn't know that I meant the Ottawa senators, but like I asked it about, and this is, I think also kind of a problem with just the fact that Apple's a company that's based in California. So like I asked about the warriors and it immediately told me, Oh, the golden state warriors won whatever, but it didn't know the habs and it didn't know the sends. Well, it it dictated properly. It dictated Canadian. Oh, if you exactly. said the Canadians or the Senators. Right, it would. Then it would do it. But I'm saying right. it, it didn't have the nicknames. I They did a right. demo a while back. I think it was an actual demo where they asked, how did Dub Nation do last night? Which is that that's the Golden State Warriors, like, <laughs> their fans are called <laughs> Dub good. Nation. And I have no idea why. But uh, And it did that. But that's because right. they specifically programmed that nickname into, into Siri. And they right. haven't done that for the Habs. And whereas something like Google now, the Google, or the Google assistant, I guess we have to call it now, uh, that would, that would definitely know the Habs and the Sens. Like it would, you might have to specify NHL or something, but it would definitely know. Have you tried it? I don't have to try it. I know that it would know. I am a 100% confident in that. Do you want to set off everyone's assistance? When is, okay. when is the next Habs game? <laughs> We're all sitting on the edge of our seats. Yeah, it knew. Like okay. it, it was a Google search, but yeah. it still dictated it properly. Yeah, it actually first read it as halves, right? And, and then, then when I said game, fixed. I think it context fixed it after I said game. Yeah, that's cool. But that, uh, in terms of actually understanding me, like the dictation was right. It got halves. It just didn't. It wasn't able to figure out what that was. Yeah. But overall, I've been I've been very happy with the watch. Even like I've always had my phone on do not disturb. This is one of the things I mentioned, but getting getting a little tap and being able to look and see if something's important has right. made me not check my phone that much anymore right like i don't have to because i can just see what's going on right very convenient okay uh did you have anything else to say you are waiting for this s3 and then i don't you know what i'm waiting for now get it? i'm just i'm just holding out i i don't have the guts to jump into adopting the smartwatch lifestyle it's pretty great. I just, I know, I know it's great, but is it great enough? I think what I think you should do is go to a store that has a good return policy and try one that, that like, there's no risk there. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a lot happier with an Apple watch. <laughs> like every time I, no, I'm serious. Every time I, I see one, every time I see one, I'm like, that's a nice looking watch. Hmm. Like I saw one yesterday. The guy at the brick was, was wearing one. It was like, the, it had like the chain mesh, the metal mesh right. band. Hmm. It's like, that's a nice looking watch. I would wear that watch. When I but. I was at the wedding last night, and I like mine's just a black watch with a black band. Yep. I uh, switched it to the classy analog face for for the wedding. It was a nice formal occasion. <laughs> I like that ability. Like your watch can like if you want, you could have a Mickey Mouse watch if you're going to like a kid's birthday party. But if you want to go to the White House, you can have this like classy looking, very minimalistic analog face. It'll it'll adapt. Kids' birthday parties in the morning and White House yes, exactly. is in the afternoon. Is dying right now. There's just I like know. he's just feeling some pain in his chest and he doesn't understand why, but you're killing Brady Heron. Yeah, that's okay. I'm also, sure uh, well he, there have constantly, yeah. constantly been Eevees on my nearby. Yeah. The only too. time I've actually seen one near me was a Pokemon uh pogo plus failed catch so oh no just yeah that's that's my frustrations yeah you know i evolved another flurry on yesterday it was like a 700 plus cp one so. oh nice what does it know <laughs> it. yeah 
uh heat wave oh so. that's upsetting i have all the fire blast before that though so i have a fire blast and heat wave okay one. mine's the <laughs> only one i have is 1100 uh heat wave i assume you guys we'll didn't there. listen to last week's show where i we talked about pokemon for like 20 minutes up front and i couldn't find a way to fit it in contextually so i just removed it <laughs> no I thought you said you were going to move on to the after show. No, I know. We kept referencing things that were either like discussions we'd had offline. Like there was context that was just totally missing. It didn't, right. didn't fit at all, but it was really funny. That's okay. This, this can stay in because there, there hasn't been anything out of context so far. Just <laughs> for context, I was playing Pokemon while you guys were talking about watches. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I assume so. I assumed as much, but Good. anyway, uh, you know what uh, I've been we, saying? We can everywhere? move on from watches now, but. What's that? I want to say one more Pokemon thing. You guys, like, oh. I've been seeing and catching EVs like crazy. I have 100 EV candy saved up. Must be but nice. I've been seeing a crazy amount of Squirtles to the point that I just got a Blastoise like a month ago and I have 100 more Squirtle candy saved up. Good for you, Rob. And I didn't, like, there's no buddy. I've just caught like 30 Squirtles. That's not, not for me. It's good. It's weird. No Bulbasaurs. None in the la- in that time, but tons no, of Squirtles. You, you never see Bulbasaurs. <laughs> So, um, we have to talk about dongles. We have to talk about them in this episode. So I feel like we should just start off up front. <laughs> feel free to write that in the title suggestions if you want. <laughs> There's been so much dongle hate in the last week and a half since it was a week and a half, right? We talked about the Mac event last week. Yeah. The fact that Apple released a laptop that has four USB-C ports and no USB-A we're now calling a USB-A instead of just regular USB ports, which I think is a step in the right direction. But uh, there's been so much hate, and I need to talk about it. Mike, you seem like you might need to say something about it. And I, Nick, I think we need to hear from you as the layperson that doesn't care about USB. The layperson. Okay, well, as long as you know that I don't care. Like, Well, that's exactly... I, I want to hear from someone who doesn't care. I want to hear why you don't care well i know why you don't care i want to hear how you think it might affect you not as a non-caring person what i think affects so, me most is it seems like every time i try and catch something with the pogo plus and it runs away <laughs> it disconnects <laughs> and i don't know why that means your battery is dead Ooh, oh that means i'm wearing through a lot of batteries <laughs> yeah <laughs> how long did i last a week sense, that's it? Mine's lasted usually two weeks, like the good ones. I use it a mm. lot. <laughs> like more anyway, or less constantly. Rob, anyway. Take a take us down dongle, dongle lane. Dongles. I don't know about you, but to me, dongles are not a permanent feature of the world. They are a stopgap between the present and the very near future. Everyone is talking about dongles. For the new MacBook, for, for the MacBook that they released last year, the one port MacBook, and now this these ones, as though they're going to have to buy and use dongles for the rest of their life because they bought a computer that has USB-C ports. But you're going to buy USB-C accessories that are going to be available very soon now that Apple has their top-of-the-line MacBook full of USB-C ports. You're going to be able to get a USB-C hard drive. You're going to be able to get... USB-C headphones, you're going to be able to get USB-C monitors. I don't understand why people are so worried about dongles 
right now because no USB-C accessories exist. USB-C accessories are going to exist if, if they already don't. I'm sure there are some. They're just not, they're not common. I don't, that's my introduction. What do you, what do you think about this? I, I understand why people are irritated by the fact that they took all the ports except for USB-C mm-hmm. because it is an irritation. It's, it's annoying to have to either get new devices and or dongles. Um, and the, the, the biggest thing is that you can do everything on your own end to upgrade your hardware, mm-hmm. but generally you're going to want to have dongles around to accommodate devices from people that haven't made the same changes to their devices. So like if you have a laptop and you use it for presentations, mm-hmm. you're going to always want to have an HDMI dongle with you. Okay. As Mac users are already used to. Have if always they, if been used to, do. yeah. Right. So that's not new, but that's still, that's a dongle related thing that they've had to right. have to accommodate. So with this, one of the most ironic things is that their new Mac is not compatible with their new phone. Sure. Because their new phone ships with a USB-C to USB cable. Yeah. US, lightning which, to USB-A. Or li- what did I say? You said what? USB-C. USB lightning. It's USB-C though. No. The, the, the new iPhone. The new iPhone is lightning and USB-A, the cable. Is it? Yeah. Uh, if it was USB C there'd be no there'd be no issue that you're describing. No, if it's USB C to USB C, but you can still have USB C to USB A. Anyway, point is is that the one end is USB A that you can't plug into your computer. Yes. So you need that cable to attach to a dongle to attach to your computer if you bought their two newest devices. Right. Which in their defense, they may not have made the decision to remove the USB port. Yeah. In time to change the hardware. Well, there's two separate the teams. Cable they shipped with. Yeah. That I guess don't talk to each other. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's beside the point. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know what would be more upsetting. People who have the non USB-C only computer having to buy a dongle to attach their iPhone or the way it is now where they have to buy the dongle to attach the USB-A port to their Mac. Sure. I feel like they're irritating less people with the way they have it now because a lot of people don't have USB-C only computers. Right. Especially even after a year of the new Mac being out, they're not going to have the majority of the market. Right. Um, now as, as far as in general using dongles, like it's probably, again, if you use a laptop as your main computer, it's probably good to have some sort of hub mm-hmm. to attach peripherals to anyway. So in essence, you're already using dongles. Even if the ports exist, you're probably going to have a hub yeah. to drive all your peripherals anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, then you probably don't care about the ports <laughs> on there because you're not attaching to it anyway. Yeah. Like, right? Maybe a mouse. Yeah, but even maybe. then, like, if, if chances are not, like, so I think, I think a lot of people are reacting on principle, but I think it's unnecessary yeah. irritation. Like, it's not actually going to affect them as much as they think it is. Mm. The uh, the problem that you describe of not being able to plug in your phone with your to your computer is the most temporary of problems. Assuming that that is something you do, which I'm sure I, I well I know people do plug in their laptop or plug in their cell phone to their laptop to charge it. Mm-hmm. That necessitates buying not only a thousand plus dollar well. If you're in the U.S., maybe $850 plus 
cell phone plus a $1,500 and up laptop. And then the complaint is that you also have to get, like they give you cables to charge both of those devices separately. But if you want one to charge the other, which by the way, that is not, that has never been a given. That is just something that happened to work. Then you can get a cable that has USB-C and lightning. They sell that cable. It'll cost maybe 2% more than those purchase, not even less than 2%, like maybe 1% of those purchases. You have to get both of those things new in order for this not to work. And if you've done that, but are now suddenly being stingy about this 15 to $20 cable that by the way, has microchips inside of it, like this tiny thin cable that has a, basically a computer inside of it. That's your complaint is having to spend a little bit of extra money on that. Nobody asked you to buy, like these people are upgrading from a computer that worked and a phone that worked, presumably most of these people yep. that are complaining to these new, two new things that they have. And then worrying that they don't have a cable to plug them into each other. When right. Apple years ago, like it was iOS five, I think it was when they said, we're enabling you to cut the cord. You don't have to plug in your phone to your computer anymore. We've, we've got wireless syncing now. You don't, I don't have to do it. I plug in my, we, we talked this was it this week or last week. We talked about how last we charge week. our computers or our phones with our desktop computers at work sometimes, but that's like to top yep. it up throughout the day. That's not because we're trying yep. to sync things. And right. you can sync pretty much anything you want over Wi-Fi now. Yeah. I, this just strikes me as such a temporary like gut reaction problem that it's one of those things that in three months, nobody's going to be talking about because everyone will have gotten what they need. And from there on out, people like you're not going to go and buy a USB-A hub right now, like a, a, hub, a hub that plugs into your computer via USB-A. If you have that new MacBook. You're not going to like, if you are, you going to buy that and then complain about it? No, you're going to go buy a USB C hub that maybe adapts to like they're they're If there aren't already, there are going to be, uh, hubs that plug into your computer via USB C and then give you a, whatever number of USB A or USB C ports. If you want both, they probably, I'm sure there are some that have both or there, at least there will be during this transitional time, but nobody's going to go buy a thing that doesn't work with their current computer. They're worried about the things they already have. And I would argue that the number of things you have, unless you're extremely set in your ways, that did work before and don't work now is going to be relatively low on average if it's more than one thing per person. It just doesn't... These are things that don't have to work. Nobody has promised you that these things are going to work. And the fact that they don't isn't that big of a deal, if it's a deal at all. Yeah. Well, and it's nothing that can't be solved by a hub or adapters. Right. And like everyone who's been around long enough for the transition from optical drive to no optical drive mm-hmm. or floppy to optical or zip to floppy, whatever, whatever transition has taken place over the years with computers and technology in general, there's been a similar reaction. Yeah, And I think it's just with the internet now, it's just amplified mm-hmm. and more prevalent than, you know, in years past it'd be your, uncle saying oh i can't believe they did that and then that's all you'd hear about it but now you have think pieces and you have new sites and you have everyone on social media just complaining and reacting so you hear it all Mm. and you probably had the same if not more reaction in the past because now people are ideally more used to 
quickly advancing technology. Right. Whereas before it'd be, you know, I don't know what advances were made. I guess, yeah, mostly just ports changing. Yeah. Like that was kind of the main, the main issue before. But even then, like I saw a tweet the other day that have a motherboard that had like 12 different ports on it, most of which were outdated. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right? So, like, and I guess that kind of illustrates that companies are still hesitant to just completely remove these standards yeah. that shouldn't be used anymore. Like, monitors don't come with that. Like, the monitors I have, they have HDMI and the, DVI. Uh, the VGA. No, VGA. Oh, not even DVI. No, I have... Uh, the My work computer, I think, has DVI, possibly. Right. Those ports are very bad. The DVI? Fine. Yeah, no, I've never very had very small issues. and non-robust. But <laughs> anyway, how often are you unplugging um, these DVI ports? I don't. know. Just the one time I unplugged, unplugged. I'm like, this thing is very easily breakable. It seems weird. Whereas when you have like the VGA, it's like twelve pins or eight pins or however many it is that 15. go in and stay there. Fourteen. 15, okay. Yeah. And then HDMI is just this fat port. Yeah. So, but the DVI is very small. Yeah. Anyway. I would make the argument that USB-C is actually a much better system than what we had before. Before, like, yes, there was quote-unquote USB-A, but there was also, there was the big USB-A on the other end, like, to go into printers and to go into, like, kind of bigger yeah. things. Well, it's like the square the yeah. square USB, yeah. Then there was mini USB, which was a cell phone thing back when cell phones were thicker and weren't really smartphones yet. And then there was mini, or sorry, micro USB. Micro, yeah. And like you needed, I have cables for all of those. And I'm. And then proprietary cables (laughs) for other phones. (laughs) Yeah, it used to be that every phone charged with a different thing. Um, And now we don't have to worry about that. I I just, I'm so happy for USB-C. I can't wait to get all my things being USB-C. I don't want dongles but the problem isn't going to be that i'm going to need a bunch of dongles it's going to be that everything will be USB-C until the next better thing comes out that's even thinner and can provide more power provide faster yeah. data transfer we're only getting better we're not we're not moving backwards by introducing other standards yeah but is there a reason to change from USB-C though i don't think there well, is well there isn't currently but i'm sure there will be like we're going to have fiber well, optic did eventually that 64 kilobytes must be or <laughs> What is it? 64K ought to be enough for anybody? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time he was right, but he was very wrong in the long term. And I'm sure he would argue contextually that he knew that. But yeah. Anyways, that quote is quite hilarious. Yeah. So Nick, why don't you care about this? Well, I'm glad you asked because I've been muted for about 15 minutes now and I felt it was about time I said something. Um I don't know what. So, what plugs does the new MacBook have? Like, is it just USB C? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Including pa- so power, power is as well USB C. Power is USB C. So one of those, yeah. The the one of the four ports is well used for power. All four can be That's used for power. Stupid. Well, all four ports can, but one needs to be used for power if you're going to plug yeah. it in. I don't know. I think that's silly. Because. Of all the things that's things that Apple has done, I thought their magnetic power cable was just really clever. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Because I have gotten caught on my power cord before, and that is one feature for Mac I would actually really like in a computer mm-hmm. that wasn't a Mac. Um that said, 
I've kind of structured my life around using almost all of my plugs. Like you guys were saying, not the monitor one anymore, because now yeah. the HDMI cable just works for everything. Mm. That's it. If I had a legacy one, I would gladly <laughs> pick up one of those monitors. Usually my my old monitor would we use that plug very handily. <laughs> but I know I like all the plugs that I have, and I use all the plugs that I have on a regular basis. Right. So, so your solution, Nick, to this dilemma would be to have to get that hub that... I guess we should actually mention because that's what part of the switch base. Yeah, yeah I could that. buy a whole bag of dongles <laughs> if I was well, no, it's, if it's, I was buying a new Mac. It just like, all right, here's my backpack. Just load the whole thing up, load it up with every dongle there is, maybe five of each. I don't know. Okay, so this this hub that I link to, and it's not the only one that does this, but this is the one that I came yeah. across this week. Is be- oh that's the other thing too is that this new Mac doesn't have any card reader right on it, which actually a, a lot of people are I think understandably upset about. Like what kind mm. of card reader? Like an SD card reader. Like given how well they're so notoriously many- bulky. <laughs> like SD cards are like that thick, right? Yeah. Given given how many creators use Mac products, mm-hmm. especially mobile creators such as photo photographers and video editors to some extent like they Max use sd cards target audience yeah exactly like they they use sd cards that's their lifeblood and now they need to be carrying around a card reader a USB-C card reader mm-hmm. um so so this dock has an sd card reader an analog audio in out uh usb 3 there's five of them okay there's a uh, digital audio in out. There's FireWire. There's Ethernet. There's two USB C slash Thunderbolt three okay. ports, and a mini Display Port, and then the power input for the hub itself. Mm-hmm. So this this hub does need to be powered externally. It doesn't get powered by the Mac itself. So that's kind of a downside. Yeah. So you you can't use it as mobily as you might want right. to, but basically, if if your computer is your workstation, then you're probably going to want to get a hub like this, right. at least in the meantime, till you upgrade your devices to connect directly to the computer. Yeah. See the the issue that I have, and again, it's it's for two seventy nine US, yeah, which is quite expensive. the The issue I have with the creator slash photographer thing is that you have the exact same problem as you have with the phone computer charging situation is that now you have this person this creative professional who is upgrading to a new computer which is probably warranted because it's been a while since apple actually refreshed its macbooks with anything that is substantially better than what they had before but this is a person that has thousands of dollars presumably worth of camera gear maybe hundreds whatever but if you're going to have a camera that you're actually well thousands is probably taking professionally, thousands yeah. is pretty Between, easy to do if you're talking high-end cameras Exactly. Between yeah. hundreds and thousands, if not tens of thousands, depending on how much work yeah. you do. That person, if they One are a self-respecting... dollars. <laughs> if they're a self-respecting uh, photographer, they probably already have a card reader. And... <laughs> sure. So your I, argument I, I, there... 
a photographer is like, you know, I really want to buy this, buy this new MacBook, but it doesn't have an SD card reader. And you're just walking like, have you no self-respect, kind sir of. and or madam? <laughs> and or. <laughs> so, yes, th- um, there's a... Th- no, I, I I agree. I don't... I, I agree with what you're saying. The, the fact that and they might need to get either... And you're like, Z has no self-respect. <laughs> Look at the lack of self-respect on here. I I really like Are your you pronoun not? game. It is on point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just had Very to acknowledge modern. it because I knew, I knew that's what you were looking for. Um, Thanks. I, I do get... That. Th- this person would need to use an adapter or get a new card adapter or a new card reader for them to be able to use it with a new computer. I appreciate that. But if it's your business, you, you can't rely on third party companies, companies that aren't your company to sustain your business. I, I like, I keep seeing this. Everyone talks about like Facebook or YouTube's algorithm changing and screwing them out of money. It's the same thing here. You can't rely on Apple staying the exact same company, releasing the exact same products on the sustainability of your business. You need to plan around changes like this. And the future tech, like technology moving forwards is part of that. You can't rely on, Mm -hmm. you can't start a business with one desktop in 1995 and still be using that desktop today. It's not going to work. You need to adapt to the times and plan. The XP users of the world disagree. The, they're wrong. They're they're using an operating system that is no longer supported and hasn't been for some time, and also probably very security. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a long term strategy to be on the wrong side of history, and that's what these people are. If if we're being so wait 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 yeah <laughs> yeah like, no, 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 <laughs> straight into some so you're on the wrong side of history. Sir. Not in a serious way, but in. <laughs> This photographer <laughs> is standing there at the Apple store going, yeah, you know, I'm just not sure without the STK. And you look at them, history will judge you harshly. <laughs> Walk away. Okay, but looking back at the optical drive people, did, does history not judge them harshly? <laughs> is that not? No, I don't, ju- I don't judge people who still want material copies of their media. And and use an external optical drive to view it or read the it. external optical drive. I don't, I don't judge them. It's basically a dongle. It's a drive dongle. That entire sure, peripheral. but I don't judge people for right, using. But they're it. on the wrong side of history, and we don't need it anymore. Not, it's not the wrong oh, side. No. Who's to say what's right My, or wrong? I gotta move. We have a better way now. You don't have to go buy software. A different on a disc. way. Sure, it's different. It's a different mm-hmm. way. I would find if we went on Family Feud with that question, I think most people would agree that non-optical drive is the better way to go. We're not on Family Feud, Rob. <laughs> if this if is only chat. we were on Family Feud. <laughs> I don't know. The, all the instances of dongling, like I bought this MacBook Air back in 2013. I knew like it has two USB ports. It has an SD card reader, a headphone jack. I knew the limitations of it going in. Yes, in an ideal world, this computer would have more than two USB ports. It would have an, it would have as many as I need at all times. And when I didn't need any, it would be thin enough that they wouldn't like they wouldn't fit. But that's not how devices work. Like yes, my ideal iPhone would stretch out to become an iPad-sized device with an iPad screen when I wanted to, but we have to live within reality and you get the computer you want. If if you don't want uh, if you want to have, I guess, USB-A ports, if you don't want USB-C ports only, 
you don't have to buy this computer. But I think that Mac users have have sided with Apple eventually on these things. And if they were disappointed, they would stop buying them. But the Mac industry, even as uh, Apple has released fewer and fewer laptops as the last four or five years have gone on, people are still that they're in that industry is growing. The Mac laptops are outpacing the industry. Sorry guys. My, you know what, my computer you know think... just couldn't handle the burden of the optical drive. It's carrying around <laughs> just completely dropped the connection there. I'm so sorry. That's okay. You know what I think Apple is like? Mm. Apple is like a timeshare. Okay. <laughs> and so you buy it and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Look at all the features that this, this timeshare mm. has. There's this nice pool. There's like five restaurants. Oh man, I'm going to get so much relaxing done at this timeshare. <laughs> I will love it so much. Sign me up. And then you're in it. Mm. And it's, it's great at first. You're like, yeah, you know, look at all this new shiny <laughs> stuff. And then it goes on and on. And it's like, you're so wrapped into it by the time they start changing things. And so suddenly they take out one pool and they install more hotel rooms. And it's like, I didn't sign up for this. It wasn't like this when I, when I came in here. Why, why are you taking this, this away from me? This analogy flawed. <laughs> but, but you're so, you're so Can in you it. Can you switch it? And, and there's no, no, no because no, no, there's no. terms. You signed a contract. The thing. You signed a contract. Can you Rob. switch the analogy? You signed a... I, I just want to have one quibble. Can you switch the analogy okay. to they're building a nice new resort next door that has fewer pools? Because you get to stay in no. your existing resort. There's no taking away. But you, I don't, I, I don't know if I agree. Please. Because, because Apple users, not in a hostile way. Mm, I'm not saying yeah. that in a, per, but just people who are in the Apple ecosystem, they, they tend to stay there. I, I don't, I don't, I can't say why because I don't have direct experience yeah. of it, but that's just what happens. Mm. And so you saying they wouldn't sell computers if people were, un, were unhappy with the changes they're making. I don't agree with that. I think they'd sell them anyway and people would just be unhappy with it. Well, maybe there's some degree of that, but all I'm saying is in your analogy, they're not like in reality, they're not actually taking away. They're not making you use a resort that has fewer pools, for instance. Just, just wait till their software changes and says, I'm sorry, you're going to need to USB-C port to connect that device to use the software. Your USB-A port is no longer, <laughs> no longer an appropriate device for the software. I'm sorry. Okay. They, they can do that. This, and they, that will. is the most technical reductio ad absurdum argument I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to be a thing. Okay. Fine. Maybe it's not going to be a thing, but. <laughs> But okay, so computers computers get older and they, they get do, worse. Yeah. So I think eventually people are going to upgrade yeah, yeah, their computer. Eventually, yeah. Right? And at that point, they'll have to make a decision whether to buy the computer that they might be unhappy with, the changes that have been made. And, you know, Windows or PCs might make similar changes. I, I'd almost guarantee that they will eventually right. because, I don't know, you might have one USB-A port left on a dev like a computer with, you know, I don't know, even then. Like computers still have VGA VGA ports, so I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't if think a lot USB of new laptops have USB or sorry VGA ports. Okay. The the MacBook Maybe. has gotten rid of those fat laptops for the most part. There you can probably find some, but I think for the most part, people are going with the kind of ultrabook that is now just regular laptop right. form factor. Okay, so on your metaphor here, 
I actually like the timeshare metaphor you're using because the the okay. the beauty of timeshares is that once you get in the ecosystem of timeshares, you put a bunch of money in. You there's the sunk cost fallacy that comes into play, and then honestly, like like I was saying, a few years later, they will build a new resort right beside yours, and if they build a new resort that has fewer pools in it, this is a really great metaphor. I just got to say. <laughs> they will encourage you. They will give you shiny incentives to get you to stop. Because I, I don't know how many times you guys have visited timeshares, but they they very often do build nice new resorts right next to the existing resorts and get people, try to upsell them into the new resort by giving them perks, by giving them like an extra week or something. Discounts, yeah. whatever. The, yeah, there are all sure. kinds of ways to do that. And the new one might be worse in some kinds of ways, but they're they're trying to make it seem generally more appealing than the one you have and nobody wants to be in the old timeshare when there are a bunch of people and all your old neighbors moving into the new one like you talk to the people that are at the resort and they say oh i'm in this new condo and it's great it's so nice and there's like my toilet talks to me and the hot water is just so great and you're like oh man my shower it was a little cold this morning and i couldn't really get it like i get that kind of wanting to have the newest thing mentality i want to have the newest thing too and if i found that it was getting worse i think that would cause me concern but i just i'm not sure i agree that apple is removing pools from its new resort i think they're just different pools if that if that if i can stretch the analogy that far i don't okay if we're going for analogy i think it's like this (laughs) i'm gonna say you know I really enjoy using the squash court mm-hmm. at my current timeshare. And I really enjoy using the actual pool to just screw around in. Yeah. And I really enjoy going to the sauna and the hot tub. And that's like four things I, I really enjoy mm-hmm. doing at this place. And then I go to the new one and it's like, well, we have more infinity pools than the last place. Yeah. You can do almost all the things you want to do with those infinity pools and going, but yeah, it's kind of a pain in my ass now. Cause I got to like figure out how to do the things I actually want to do. And they're like, no, 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 no. You have six infinity pools. Now enjoy that. <laughs> I, again, I think a more accurate one would be like saying we have these gymnasiums. We have four. Yeah, gymnasiums. Okay. So we have like six gymnasiums now. So go and enjoy. And I'm like, but it's a pain in the ass. I gotta, I gotta haul all the equipment out every yeah, time I want to do exactly. something now. And that, they're like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You just enjoy. I'm regretting coming but, up with this. But in theory, yeah, <laughs> but in I'm, theory, I'm regretting like, why did I even come on this episode? Jesus. <laughs> well, what they're trying to do is it's hard because you have to take the technology aspect of it. So I get what they're trying to do. They're taking out a bunch of single task things and putting in a bunch of multi-use things. And that's, that's going to be great in the future. I'm sure. But for now it's a pain in my ass. Like, when I got a new computer, I made sure that I got one with an optical drive because I knew optical drives were going out of style, out of favor, but because I knew there was going to be a bunch of stuff on optical drives in the near term, I wanted to make sure I had one so that I could deal with it until I bought my next computer that didn't have an optical drive anymore. You know what I hate? I bought a computer without the optical drive. I bought an external one to go with it. 
Then when we bought our MacBook, the external optical drive was not compatible with it. <laughs> you just need a dongle. So screw me. <laughs> screw me. That is upsetting. <laughs> That's a huge pain. <laughs> Ask not what Apple can do for you, but what you can do for Apple. I, I have to ask. I'm I'm honestly curious. When was the last time that either of you used an optical drive? That's no, no, not I'm the point, curious, Rob. though. I get that's not the point. <laughs> I'm very curious if you even remember when the last time you used it was. Probably like three okay. years ago. Mine would have been when like... you watched like a DVD. I, it would have been more when I was first using Windows on this machine. Yeah. And then in the years, like actual years since, I haven't used it as much. Yeah. Well, I haven't used the optical drive at all because Ubuntu just... I'd put in a DVD and it'd be like, whoa, Codex. And I was like, okay, fine. Just, just don't worry about it. I'll, I'll torrent the DVD that I've just put in here because at least that way it'll work. So I, I, when I bought Office, I bought a little mm-hmm. code and then just downloaded it off the internet, which yeah. was great. I appreciated the convenience. Granted, I had to make sure I timed it for like the beginning of my billing yeah. period because I didn't want to go over. Because <laughs> I, I had to like, because I had issues, well, you guys probably remember, like I had issues with my computer. I had to reinstall Windows a couple times when I switched the uh, the hard drive to mm-hmm. an SSD. So in that time, I had to like download and install Office like yeah. three times. So that ate up a lot of my <laughs> cap. So Yeah, I could see that. I was like, I'm, I'm at the end of the month. I'll just wait a couple days to right. install Office. So. But no, I, I, I like the convenience of it. It's not, you know, insert disc two, insert disc three. Yeah. Just- oh, man. I remember when they changed from CDs to DVDs. Oh, it was so exciting. Because, like, I remember Unreal Tournament took so many CDs to install. <laughs> and then there was another thing, and it was, like, a similar similar amount, but it all fit onto one DVD. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. I remember in elementary breaking up a PowerPoint presentation between two floppy disks. <laughs> and, and my teacher was like, why do you have floppy disks? It's like, just put it on a, a I think at that point, jump drives were just coming into but how, style. So he's like, just how do you drive. give a PowerPoint presentation on two floppy disks? Just two files, part one, part no, two, Rob. How do you give a presentation? Uh, hold on a sec while I switch the <laughs> that floppy. Actually, like you have... <laughs> It's, I don't know. It was like grade six. I wasn't thinking about like, oh, how is this presentation style? I just, you know what? My presentation I'm just was very curious. Now, I'm going to give anybody... you a presentation. I'm going to give you a presentation tip that I used. Get get Rob to be your lovely assistant. Mm. And then you keep talking to the mm. people while Rob does all the things you need him to do. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's what I did in uh, our spectroscopy or our molecular spectroscopy and statistical mechanics class. <laughs> <laughs> Rob was a thoroughly lovely assistant. So lovely. Oh yeah. The, this conversation took an interesting direction. I don't think we solved anything, but um no, we didn't. And nothing will be solved until all computers come with just a ton of USB-C adapters. No, they don't need to come with USB-C. That's not the solution. The solution isn't adding more adapters. The solution is within 3 to 6 months companies will release products that have USB-C charge or like power. Sorry. It, it won't be solved until USB-C is the unquestioned standard and everyone's on the same page. I, 
I don't think that's it either, because then USB D will be out. Rob, my what happened to USB B? Did we skip that? Okay, my printer still has the fat yeah. USB. Why, Why are you printing? It's a new printer. It's a new what printer. What should it come with? Because Rob. Any other USB standard that is more modern? What's the more know. modern one? What about well, the USB-C now, mm-hmm. but I'd rather it be at least be USB-A. Like, why Why have the fat USB? That's the printer standard. But why? Historically, it, companies don't change things. It's one cable with two different ends, so the same data is going through yeah. both ends. Why can't yeah. it be... No, I agree with you, but historically, end. that is just what is done with printers. They have that cable. So why why can't Apple take that same approach? Be like, this is what's always been done. Let's throw a USB-A port on there. Because Apple has never done that. Because they think different at Apple. <laughs> and it just works. I mean, sure does. Apple courage. used to make printers, and their solution to this was to stop selling printers. <laughs> <laughs> and they also don't sell external right. monitors. Well, so. the other thing is that Apple pioneered, go. well, not pioneered, but they released, they have a product called AirPrint, where you just print wirelessly. You don't need to connect anything they to anything. definitely did not pioneer that. That's what I'm saying. They didn't pioneer... <laughs> they they quote unquote pioneered AirPrint in that that's a protocol that they use, but it, they didn't. Yeah, they definitely didn't invent wireless printing. There's a thing called like Bonjour. Yeah. I think that's the that's protocol the that Apple protocol the that use. they use for most wireless stuff. Oh, is that Apple's yeah. protocol? Oh, interesting. Did uh, did we have anything else to say? I feel like we've already gone super long, and I kind of want to talk about Pokemon. Oh, God, like we've wasted this whole thing on dongles. I said I like, wanted to waste this whole thing on dongles. Half the episode was on watches, and the other half was on dongles. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Rob? Well, I, thought we, I thought we should talk about Pokemon Go. All the, cha- all the changes. That's acceptable. Happened. Okay, okay. Well, well, let's do an after okay. show then. What changes? In that case. Sorry, we'll after show. We'll talk about the changes. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Future Chat. We will be back next week where we might talk about solar roofs unless anything else happens. Uh, yeah, you can head to unwindmedia.com slash future chat for past episodes and so much more. See you next week. Ciao. So solar roofs, also solar electrolysis. We're not getting to that story. Right. They go together. Maybe farming powered by solar in the Australian desert. They all go together. Maybe we'll have oh, an all solar special next week. Solar special, yeah. Let's shoot for that. Solar news. So, Nick, do you really? Did you really not? We'll hear be the what... Sun News Network. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I think that name's already taken <laughs> by something horrible. Really? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> Nick, did you not hear about? Of course, he heard about it. It's not. It's not a change that's happened yet, though. Well, what are we the, talking about? The the, the daily, daily bonuses. Bonus and oh yeah, the... I heard about it. It's just not here yet. And the nearby expanding to new regions. That. Again, it's not yeah, here. Yeah, new regions. Here. Great. It's in like three regions now, opposed to the one it was before. <laughs> It'll thanks, and, Niantic. Well, the, the one new one is like Greater Bay Area. It's not even really a new yeah, area. Yeah, it's like it's slightly just... outside the borders that existed previously. <laughs> yeah, it's growth. Jesus, what bold action Niantic is taking! I love the game. I seriously love the game. But my God, what a what a communication strategy by this company. I think they're getting better at communicating and at releasing new things. It might be slow, but like yeah. for months. Yeah, okay, sorry. They are getting much better at communicating. It's just It was a very low bar. They're like, hey, there's this awesome new thing. <laughs> Too bad you don't have it yet, but like there's this awesome new thing. Well, the other thing is that the new thing isn't doesn't seem like it's as awesome as they're making it out to be in that it's only... The Stardust bonus? No, no, no well... That that I actually kind of like, 
but the the nearby thing is only going to be if they're near Pokestops, which yeah, for a lot well, know, for a lot of places that's going to be much less useful than say RIP fast Poke map. Yeah, it uh, it's going to be. I nice, want to go back and get like all yeah. the hell you guys gave me for using the Pokemon <laughs> maps in the beginning. Okay, but by the way, <laughs> since they said that the nearby was expanding, my spawn point, like that was basically on mm. my house, is gone. Like I used to be able to open the app and I'd get at least one or two spawns right away, but not anymore. It's no good. Just I mean, that was bound to happen. They're moving spawns to near Pokestops. Uh, that's well. That's what I'm alluding to. That yeah. it seems to be that way. But when you don't have Pokestops, <laughs> that's not great. It's just yeah. No. But for Nick, who lives on a Pokestop, I do. That's pretty Nick must be level thirty-one yeah. can't hold by gyms now. For, I can't hold gyms for love nor money. But like, <laughs> I got all the all the Pokemon around, all the items. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited about these bonuses. I want them to kick in. I want the all the things they've promised, like they haven't necessarily promised them all by year end, but I feel like the way the game is going to be on December 31st is going to be so much better for me than it is today. I will theoretically it's... have the Apple Watch app, I'll have nearby tracking, and I'll have the daily bonuses. My excitement for this thing is my out. own downfall. Because mm. like, yeah. I desperately want this new feature and as soon as they introduce or they say hey this is coming soon i'm like but i want it now it sounds so good yeah it was the same way for the buddy system same way for halloween event and now for the daily bonuses the buddy system i think has been their best change so far yeah like i've been able that combined with the halloween event i have like 40 snorlax candies (laughs) and 30 (laughs) like 20 no 22 Lapras candies. I can almost evolve like my Omanyte now. Uh, yeah. I'm set for power-ups for my two Snorlax and my Lapras. Wow, you guys are... Pretty excited. You guys are so good. I'm so sad. I, I have Thank not you. heard of any of those Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't told me about them, Maybe I would if never... If you hadn't taken such a long break, that wouldn't be a problem. T- it was like a week. Yeah, Rob. Maybe while you were taking that week break... There were just Lapras and Snorlax spawns everywhere. I looked. I didn't know about it. I looked at the map. I just didn't play the game. <laughs> I didn't look at the map all the time. But they definitely weren't What's nearby. What's the point of doing that? There it's was like nothing. Saying, I'm not eating cookies this week. And then you go and like look up cookie recipes <laughs> and look up like pictures of freshly baked cookies just to remind yourself of what you can't have. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice. I didn't see anything. I'm down to oh. only needing to walk seven more Pokemon though. And surprisingly, I, it's going I think really fast. you're a collector among us. I am and easily. <laughs> I'm like, I need to walk so many Pokemon because they are not near their full potential yet. <laughs> well, I but might I think get to that point. You're talking about like evolving things. Yeah, I might get to that point, but for now, I'm trying to get them all. That's the whole. That's the goal. Get them all. I'm not. I almost couldn't care less about getting them all. That's not true. Yeah, like I'm happy when I get a new one. It is one. actually quite true. I'm happy for yeah, the XP because it helps me level up. But like, yeah, yeah, it's like say with say with my starters, it's like I'm only getting candies when I hatch or catch them. I'm not even bothering walking them because I need to power up my gym defenders and my scyther. Like when I got like now my two bite bulldoze arcanines, I wasn't very excited when I evolved them. <laughs> even my bite flamethrower arcanine. 
which is like you have three Arcanine already. Yeah, no Fire Fang Where do you Fire get all the Blast from? I traded oh, in an Arcanine the Halloween event. Oh. I literally I, traded one in. Instead of doing my normal strategy, I was rolling with three incubators the whole Halloween event for all the candy. Right, and I got a bunch of Pokedex entries for it. But hmm. now I have three Arcanine, none of which I was particularly excited about because they're not useful for gym battles. Yeah. Like I you now can sit them as defenders though if you power them up high enough. Bite and bulldoze? Like with a, a fire wise. type? Fire types are already no. almost useless as gym defenders because of the I'm water meta. C- CP wise you can rank them high enough on the ladder that they'll be useful for cashing in. Oh great. Maybe I'll just points. lay out a welcome mat for Team Mystic and Team Valor <laughs> to just knock down the gym with their many, they don't many do that already. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, I'm so disappointed, but I'm not excited about them. I was far more excited to see a Raichu with Spark Thunder and my yeah. Sand Slash with Mud Slap Earthquake or Mud Shot Earthquake because... Those are theoretically useful in gym battles. My golem yeah. with rock throw stone edge because two rock moves, two stab rock moves. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I just want them to release this update and to give nearby to everyone. I Incidentally, hope that- just during this episode, I can now evolve an electrode. Nice. So that'll be something. It's too bad they I don't learn tackle. self-destruct. I just- Quick move. I know. I was shocked it didn't have shocked. it didn't learn self Can you imagine? Like, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be the greatest gym defender? <laughs> I guess I guess that one actually like instantly faints them though, right? Yeah. So yeah. You should just leave that at the top of the gym battle. <laughs> and like who won? <laughs> I do well, love the 4, concept. Electrode with self-destruct as its charge move. The concept of an electrode tackling something is hilarious to me all the like we talked about um what was it fight dirty play dirty play rough play rough with wiggly tough play rough play rough play fight dirty. <laughs> i love i love that name fight dirty <laughs> have you seen play rough's animation no i have not fought in gym in a oh, long time i didn't tell you guys i evolved the wiggly tough yesterday it was like i'd say like an at least 90 percent iv nice. jigglypuff that i hatched and it learned Pound Hyper Beam. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's pretty exciting. All the offensive movesets. It's, and it's, it's like 1,200 CP, so it's like a perfect oh. procedure. So. You're going to get all I'm the prestige. Yeah. So my 1,700 one I use as primary attacking, but 1,200 prestige. So Mine's only 1,559. Yeah. And I was so happy about it. I am curious to see where the uh, how the Stardust bonuses go hmm. because as it stands, I'm like starting to hit an equilibrium where I can power up once a day or so. Yeah, and I'm Same like with the Buddy Candy and wobbling. I'm managing to keep up. You know, I can power up a few Mon that I need to just in advance. Right. But I'm really curious to see how this is going to go with the Stardust bonus, because then I'll be screaming for more candy, I, <laughs> I assume. Yeah. I just, I hope that Christmas there's a Stardust bonus, like Stardust event. Oh, and the speculation was that on Reddit, and also for Easter having eggs hatch in half the distance or yeah. something. That'd be good. Can I just say, 
my top six. Oh no, other than Executor, I guess out of my top nine, I have to- like more than enough candy. Like candy is not the limiting factor for either of the Nido royalty, Vileplume, Victory Bell, Vaporeon, right. Flareon. The candy thing is for the ones you can't just readily catch. Right. Exactly. Like, like Snorlax, Executor. Lapras. Even Arcanine, probably, you can't no, really not... stock up on Although candy. Although it's starting easily. to get... There's trying to be more of them. Yeah. <sighs> I'm still... Well... Uh, <laughs> I'm still waiting for uh, Poison Jab, Earthquake, Nidoroyalty. Royalty. Mm. It's pretty good. I like Earthquake. Takes over the Earth. Quakes yeah, it. I bet. Quick sure that earth. A bunch of my Marowaks I evolved over the event have Earthquake. <laughs> a bunch? How many do you have? That. Like oh seven? my god. <laughs> I've traded in more than 20 Marowaks over that event. I accidentally bought item storage <laughs> yesterday instead of Pokemon storage. What? <laughs> Well, because the shop has a storage upgrade. I'm like, yeah, I want Pokemon storage. I'm like, wait, no, that's items. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway. You guys have anything else to say this week? Yes. I feel like we're getting close to... I'm really excited I got a Sand Slash because that was yeah. one of my sentimental favorites. Mm-hmm. got like three Sand Slash Man, now. I still haven't seen one since I stopped walking when I evolved. I still haven't <laughs> even close to seen another one. It's good too because I'm starting to like my needs are starting to stabilize now that I have everything with wow that's a lot of Marowak (laughs) but like I have a victory bell with razor leaf solar beam so I don't see the need to evolve any so I'm pretty stable on Mm -hmm. candy for that one and I mean I'm just going to keep around every Snorlax that I get because you know god tier sure yeah Yeah, it's gradually starting to come to an equilibrium. Yep. I'm really happy with my walk distance sheet. It's helped me keep such good track. Know exactly how much more I have to walk. I'm glad you're happy. Yeah. I just need some Grimers. Oh, did I tell you I also got a Muck? Oh, do you have a Muck? Did you catch it? No, I evolved it from a hatched Grimer. That was another Halloween event bonus for me. Man. It knows Poison Jab and Sludge Wave, so I'm done with Muck, too. Ooh, yeah. nice. so a, spooky. It's a really good, really good uh, CP on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a, it could be a decently low defender. Yeah, well, uh, or whatever. Well, I've got, uh, who do I have coming up? I'm trying to, like, bring everyone up kind of roughly equally mm-hmm. at the moment. It's... The Sandslash, Raichu, where are the other ones? Oh, Polyrath. Are you actually powering them up? Yeah, I'm gradually bringing them all up. <laughs> Polyrath, Wigglytuff, Gollum, then they'll reach Muck. Then maybe this Vaporeon with Aqua Tail. I'm not sure what I want to do with that yet. <laughs> and then they'll be all up in my top six, top 12. Hmm. Right. I don't think I'll ever have that. My, my top six hasn't changed at all in like months. My top 12 just got the Machamp, but that's other than that, it's been pretty stagnant. My top six got Sprouts McGee upon evolution. And <laughs> now has two Snorlax in it. That's nice. Also Gyarados, which is just outrageous CP. Mm. Yeah. Max that out. Not so that's good for the gym defense, but 
on offense. Woo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. In that case, I'm going to stop the broadcast. We can we can still keep talking if you want, but I should probably go pretty soon. One more yeah. thing. Ghastly. Got no. Ghastly with no. poison, er, Shadow Claw and Sludge Wave. So now Wait, I can start. Gengar or Ghastly? Gengar, sorry. <laughs> so now, no Ghastlies. Now instead of my, the Shadow Claw Dark Pulse one that I've been powering up forever. Yeah. Instead of that one, I can start powering up one with a good offensive moveset. Mm. And yeah. I will never have Stardust ever again. <laughs> I will I managed, try and be okay I, with that. I managed to get two, two Gengars with Shadow Claw Sludge mm. Wave. Nice, nice. But they're both below fifteen hundred right now. So yeah, mine's around. 12. I've got one with dual Gark Dark or dual Ghost moves, Shadow Claw Shadow Ball. Oh, that's okay. So that's that's not bad. Yeah. You guys have so many Pokemon, but, like multiples of the same one. Because we have. I'm riding more so slim. Up. We're not we're not, we're not so filthy casuals with, with two hundred fifty <laughs> two hundred fifty Pokemon storage. Yeah. Ash only had one of everything too. Yeah. Except Tauros. <laughs> well, I make sure to delete I could probably Did delete he? my only Tauros. Oh, what a waste of time. Yeah. What? Tauros? I caught a couple twelve hundred ones the last couple. I caught weeks. a twelve hundred one in like the first two weeks. And I've never seen anything that strong since. <clears throat> First yeah. two weeks of the game? It, it was like what? the earliest. But 1200 is like it's I level know. 20. I don't even understand. Eight level or whatever. I caught it so early. Oh, Mike. I figured out my analog to your hydro pump plate because I've gotten loads with hydro pump. I have not okay. gotten anything with fire blast. So that's my oh, white okay. whale currently. Right. See, it, I've had two Rapidash with Fire Blast, oh, and now my Flareon perfect Rapidash so. has Low Kick and Heat Wave. So it's just like I'm just <laughs> no, I'm giving up on Rapidash. Screw it, can't deal with this. <laughs> um, yeah, and I evolved. How much EV candy do you think I should keep around for power ups? I don't know. Like, EVs are so prevalent that I've just started evolving them when I catch a strong yeah, one. Here. Like, not, for just you, not worry about prevalent. IVs. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, for you... Yeah, the CP700 ones, like, regardless of... Uh, IV. IV, I'm, I'm debating just evolving them because... Or yeah, because no, that's whatever. What I mean. Like, put them in the Vaporeon Armada. Yeah. And that's what I... Well, I got this one. It was... It was battle with the best of them. And also, I learned Water Gun, water gun and Aqua Tail, which is okay for defense. So, that could be yep. an option. But I'm just debating evolving every Eevee that comes my way. <laughs> no, don't do that. In hopes of, well, if they're decent IVs, I suppose. Just do it. Wait for 700s. They'll come. No, I got, that's what Mr. Dribbles is. Yeah. And I might just evolve him or power him up anyway, because 70%, but he's a he's a souvenir from Jasper, hmm. like my victory bell. See, I actually like my, my Hydro Pump vape. Like, I don't have ill feelings towards it like I do for my two Aqua Pulse ones. Oh, Hydro Pump's just why. amazing. Yeah. And it evolved over 2,000 CP, so <laughs> I was happy for that, too. Yeah. 
<laughs> Mine's twenty sixty eight, so it can just feasibly take on anything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. 